0: The Koy gig part on off the ball.
1: I'm grimacing because it was such an opportunity possession wise. I thought they were good, but they didn't have the cutting edge, and they don't have Sam Kerr.
2: Subscribe to the feed in the OTB Sports app now.
0: Hello and welcome along. I'm Alan Quinlan, and you're listening to episode 63 of the Red 78 here on the Rugby Channel. And with me, as always, is Neve Briggs. How are you, Neve?
1: Hi, Quinny. How are you?
0: Busy time for you you're getting ready to yes. get up and yes. running at the weekend away in in Wales in Wales yeah okay well, yeah. we talk Easy about that point, a little so. bit we'll uh, a little bit longer um we're very lo- lucky this morning um and privileged to have the monster forwards coach former monster player Andy Kiriyaku joining us uh, to give us a bit of insight obviously to look forward to the weekend but just have a quick look back and a review of of the season so far Andy thank you for joining us Oh thanks for
2: inviting us on. Um looking forward to speaking to you. Good man, good man.
0: Um I'm going to start and get straight into it Andy. Um you were uh, with the academy l- last year. This is your first season. Obviously there's been a change over in coaches in monster and you got promoted um um to forwards coach. How have you enjoyed the role so far and what was what's the difference between coaching younger players now to being in uh, a more pressurized environment?
2: Um, I love, I'm absolutely loving it to answer the first part of the question. It's, um, it's a real privilege to work with a group of players that we've got here. Um, they're lads who are desperate to get better. Um, they have a real, um, open mindset to what we're trying to do, um, as a coaching group. And, um, yeah, I think all, all of us here would say we're very fortunate with the playing group we've got, um, that they've, they've come with us, they trust in what we're trying to do and um yeah it's it's a real privilege like i said coming in and working with them uh, day in day out uh, and that goes the same for the the coaching group um we've got a, a really good dynamic in here there's a lot of um a lot of sharing ideas a lot of co-coaching um within different, different aspects of the game um we're open to each other's suggestions and um you know the tough conversations that happen within those coaching environments and we're constantly trying to get better ourselves. You know, we we all know we're far from the finished article ourselves. So we we want to get better. We want to consistently challenge ourselves through um, week to week uh, and throughout the season as well. Um again, uh, we're being led by someone who's who's got a great vision of where we want to go as a as a team.
0: If I go back a little bit, Andy, um, you played. We played together in two thousand six seven season. You probably saw a core group of. Players at that time who were very experienced, um, lots of internationals in the squad. The dynamic in, is different now. What's um, would you from from your time with Munster as a player before? You obviously know the history of the club. You've been here, done that, put on the jersey. Do you feel there's an expectation and pressure because Monster haven't had the success that obviously the fans want? And we're all about the fans here in the podcast because we want to get their views and and a feel for what they. Um, and give them a voice on the podcast here as well. Do you feel a pressure and expectation uh, being at a club like Monster, which has a rich history in Europe?
2: Yeah, look, I, I think I think that's always going to be there. Um, and I think what we're what we're trying to do is 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 improve our performances week on week. And if we do that, we should hopefully put ourselves in a position to be challenging for uh, for some silverware. But we've we've really kind of narrowed our focus because. There was that, that adaptation period at the start of the season where lads were, were were being shown a new way of attacking, a new way of defending, some new stuff in around our set piece. Um and it's taken time for that to bed in. Um I think the the nice thing that we're hearing from the fans um, is they're enjoying the brand of rugby we're trying to play. Um I think they're they're also enjoying seeing the improvement of, of the lads as well and how deep we've gone in our squad. Uh, I think that's been a, a major, a major plus is when our international lads have been away, it's exposed that younger group of players um, to the URC. And the better we can get from one down to 57, 58, you know, the, the better we're going to be in, in terms of how prepped we are to push for silverware in the future. Um I think it I think it's shown. I think there's been a real um a really good uh reflection of, of that development of squad um, um from what we've seen with our island twenties this year. Um, you know, four lads there who've who've played um throughout that period and obviously Brian and, and Ruin being two lads who who've really stood out um in those performances. I think it just stands us in good stead um, in terms of what, what the future holds for us as a, as a as a group, as a playing group.
1: Just just in relation to that, Kerry, I think, I don't know if you listened to this uh, podcast, but when you're keeping Alan Quinlan happy and he's not uh, grumbling every week, um, exactly. you're definitely doing some, something right. Um, tough job, though. Just in relation to, to the start of the season, like, you obviously have had this vision of how you want to play and, and what you're trying to do and then obviously, you know, it was a tough start how do you continue to keep the buy-in from the players? How do you as a coaching staff not panic and go, Okay, let's just revert back to what we know is strong and or or what we can, can do to try and contain that? this? Like I thought it was incredibly brave to continue to do what you were trying to do. So I suppose how did you continue to get that buy in from those players?
2: Um, again, we were uh, very, very lucky to have, um, we actually just had a fans forum last night there uh, with the supporters club. Uh, we, we're lucky we've got a boss who's who, who fully believes what we're trying to do. We wanted to do something different. Um, he supported us the whole way through it, let us go and coach our areas um, and just kept saying, keep doing it. Let's keep going, keep going. We've, we're we're going to get it. It'll take time, but keep going. And he just kept telling the players to believe in what we're doing as well. Um the the big thing we've been chasing is 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 data uh from their GPS units again and using that as a as a real kind of landmark for them to gauge themselves um in terms of their improvement, how fast we're moving, our high speed meters, our accelerations within training. They're things we're chasing hard. Um and we were able to show the lads you know, how they were improving. Yeah and, and there's that real kind of in-house competition um between the players to to excel um within that. It's it's also um it's also made it incredibly tough to review training because the lads are getting so many more touches on the ball. It's not as simple as just kind of watching one set of fifteen run through and it's easy to kind of code and what have you. Um there's there's hundreds of, of of touches instances within training that we're we're constantly reviewing and judging the lads on. Um so it's yeah, it's it's made it's made for um it's made for a really good uh, environment for the lads to consistently challenge themselves um and improve. And I said like like again, like I said, we've had we've we've been backed fully by uh, by Graham. Um to go out and, and, and get the lads better and, and trust what we're doing. Great.
1: Brilliant.
0: Brilliant. Andy, if you need um, Neve mentioned there the start of the season, and that's obviously an area that um, people, a lot of people focused on. I think it wasn't, it wasn't that long ago that Munster were 14th in the URC and there's a little bit of negativity creeps in. Are they going to make Europe? Are you going to be in the knockout stages? Um, but Neve, as Neve said, you've stuck to your guns, and to keep me happy, I'm not sure that's uh, that's. <laughs> I don't. I'm not sure that's Graham Roundtree and the Munster coaches or players' goal. But I'm sure it's not. But I will say this: um, you said that the fans uh, seem to be enjoying the way we're playing. Everybody is. I think you're, it's a joy to watch um and regarding the expectation pressure you you know it from being at Munster at a successful period that time where there was a lot of big names you know there is expectation pressure and there's baggage that this you know the group of players had to carry for probably years not Munster not winning trophies but there's hope there now I, I don't know if you feel that people feel if Munster players go out in the field give it their all have a go um And that is, you deserve a lot of credit. Um, There's nobody saying that Munster are going to win trophies straight away, but you're in the fight. You went to Toulouse. You played brilliantly there. You went away to Northampton. um, A lot of good, good performances after a tough start. Would the pivotal turning point in all this have been from that South Africa game in Cork onwards? I felt that that was a period where you were starting to get a grip and the players were starting to get that understanding because... You've lost twice, is it three times since then? Yeah. Once to Toulouse, once to Leinster, tw- twice to Toulouse and once to Leinster.
2: That's right. You've That's been right. on an
0: incredible run. So you must feel pretty happy that the work that you're trying to put in is starting to show.
2: Yeah, look, look we are. We are. Um, and, and I suppose... Again, just we constantly trying to reflect and 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 get better in terms of what we're we're doing as a as a group. Um the exciting thing we're finding is the ceiling level for this particular playing group is is still quite high. There's loads to go yet. Um and Prendi alludes to it quite a lot. Um just in terms of how you know the lads are playing well within the framework he's put in place. Um, but we're still there's still so much room to get better in terms of in terms of what we're doing. Um, and and that's and, and that's what we're most excited about. Um, look, I, yeah, that 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 period through um, the autumn internationals, I think it came at the right time for us. It gave the lads a deload week. It allowed them to get away and just kind of freshen up mentally. They came back. We had a really good training week into that South Africa game, um, and. You know, we it, it galvanized us. It did. Um, it gave the lads that belief. Um and from that point on, we've just we've just noticed that everything has started to become a little bit more automatic within the lads. They know where they're going in terms of the framework a bit more. They're feeling more comfortable on the ball, making making good decisions on the ball. Um our contact area is um forever getting better again. And um the lads the lads are playing with with confidence and um, you know, it's it's through the hard work that they're putting in it really is um, and yeah they just like they should they genuinely should be proud of, of where they've come from and where they're going to um, but there's still a long way to go yet
1: Yeah look I um, have a couple of tweets before Quinny gets on to asking about uh, the end of season and, and where it's going they're they're um, a little bit random so the one wants to know if you're related to Stephen Archer <laughs> <laughs>
2: There's two good-looking blokes in the HPC at the moment. Yeah, yeah. Couldn't believe it when we walked in. I wasn't. I wasn't here for the first. So I was transitioning from the academy role into the um, into the, the the senior job, and I was still um, I had to do the first part of the summer program with Cosy and the lads. Um, while we're waiting on Tommy to uh, to come in and start, so I had my holiday a little bit later. So that first week of training, I wasn't in for. So Archie stood up and presented for me at the start of the, <laughs> the first week of the year. There. So he's he's handy to have around. Um, yeah, very good. But yeah, yeah, no, he's he's great, isn't he? Um, yeah. And he's uh, he's flipping. Heck, he's playing well as well at the moment. He's um he's we're very lucky to have him.
1: Okay, so I can imagine, and I can only I I I I'd imagine you would understand. Um, and lots of these tweets were coming in relation to one particular player who we managed to get back on the pitch recently. Um, the the lots of them are asking about OG and uh, will he play this weekend and um, whether he'll go to South Africa with you for uh, that block. Um, I don't know what your plans are in terms of are you staying over there for it all or or coming over and back. But um, yeah, lots of G tweets.
0: Yeah,
2: look, and, and and rightly so, we're all. We're all super excited that he's, he's back. Um, he's again, like it's been well documented how hard he's worked to actually get himself back onto the field and the, um, the mental toughness he's shown to, uh, to be unbelievably positive around the place. Um, have a positive impact on on other injured lads um who've, who've kind of been in and out you know they've got themselves in and out of injured to fitness and he's still been on that long road back um he's he's been phenomenal in, with the young second rows within the group as well he's got a a two meter club um so anyone who's over two meters can join it um, <laughs> and and he, he helps and supports those lads um so, so well uh so to have him back on the field. Um I'm sure he'll say himself it's it's not been easy uh once he's got back on the grass uh the lads the lads have moved on light years from um from from the way they were training when he was last on the field um so he's he's struggled a bit in terms of the tempo of of training um but again every day we're seeing these improvements. Uh, from him, and um, he's just, you know, he's putting himself in contention for selection um, at, at all at all points at this stage. So nothing's like like I said to you before. Nothing's been decided in terms of. He's playing this game and that game and the other game. You know, it's we're very much week to week. Uh, the best people available to us will play, um, and he's putting himself in in contention for selection, just like every other person. Um, and and we we have those conversations as a coaching group, and we go the way we feel is best suited for for that game.
1: Brilliant. So, um, Victor Ford wants to know uh, if all your second rows were fully fit. Uh, what's your starting pairing? And if you had to move Tyburn back to the back row, who would you drop to facilitate?
0: It's very, very unfair. Uh, he, um, obviously, obviously, Victor, um, Andy can't answer that because it's uh, break, breaking team protocols and stuff like that. Um, it's a good complaint to have. I know Tyburn isn't available for you, Andy, but it's certainly a good complaint to have the Dogbos back this weekend. Is he Thomas Ahern? They're available. RG being back. John Klein, there's a bit of beef coming back, and uh, I know that'll please you as a forwards coach, but uh, it's a difficult one, I'm sure you. Unless maybe you will answer it, I don't know. I, I
2: won't, I won't, Quinny. Thank, <laughs> but thank you for jumping in there. I appreciate that. I do, I do. Um, yeah, look, to, to, he
1: jumped in before I was going to say, by the way, which wouldn't be like um, <laughs> he didn't no, have to answer it
2: No, um, look, um, we, we are we're fortunate that um, again. I said this last night that the, the um, supporters' club. Um, open even we had uh our our high performance team our strength and conditioners medical staff nutrition team you know they 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 they're doing a great job in terms of one getting the lads back on the field um and two you know allowing us to get our hands on them whilst they're going through their injury and return to play um kind of protocols as well uh we're getting we're getting a lot more access to them to to do skill development work to up you know up them in meetings um with with where we're going and where we're trying to take things um so we've got those we've got those connections with them um through their injury period and like i said we're we're very fortunate that 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 group of uh, staff have have got have got all these lads back um for us to have those headaches in selection and um it's not just getting them back that they they're back better than they were when they left physically which is um which is so which is great for us it means we can we can push them on from a rugby side of things um so yeah look we're in a good spot squad wise yes.
1: I, sorry I spent a long time like even i try trying to think back even to Quinny's time um, in relation to having such strength and depth within a squad I think it's something that Munster have been trying out for for a very long time but when you see all of those players it just covering second row you can't help but be excited for what's coming down the road
2: yeah well, it's, you know it's it's a very attritional position um, as you, um, you know you both know the um, uh, yeah we're we're in we're in a good spot in terms of those young lads coming through as well and then you know below that we've got the likes of Evan you know who was um you know almost got his URC debut this year um I worked with him with the 18s last year very impressive kid who's uh, who's working very hard to physically develop himself so he's in a in a strong position to compete at the the senior level at the moment but um, you know we, we've got a we've got a really good uh, crop of second rows there currently and um, it, it's great like Wig keeps just saying to us you know just just get them better just coach them get them better push them challenge them you know and uh, it, it works both ways They're they're coming to the party with that as well they they want it they want to get better themselves so you know and no one's taking anything for granted. Even your you know, RG is 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 always in here trying to trying to challenge us and talk to us and upskill himself um with him being missing for, for such a long period of time. So uh, we've got some really good connections between Three, four, five coaches that are in here, um, and and a lot of that that attritional position, you know. Yeah. And you've seen you've seen John Klein's development in terms of the yeah, way incredible. the way he's playing on the ball at the moment. He's he's not just that that physical character that he he was, you know, historically. He's still got that in spades. But his, his skill level on the ball now is um, is phenomenal. And it's just because he's being exposed to it. Just, a lot.
0: just on, on John Klein, Andy, I, I, I'm banging the drum for John Klein for the last number of months, really, to, to be back in the mix for an Irish uh, shot at the Irish squad. Um, I know there's a cohort out there who've kind of written him off after what happened a number of years ago. Um, there's no point in us getting into that. But I think there's been a significant improvement there. I still think he's... He's someone who goes out week after week and his work rate is through the roof um, and his skills have improved a lot. So you're in a good position, I think. Someone like a dog bowl Not many people knew about Edwin a dog last year or before. I know if you're keeping an eye on the underage stuff, but what a powerhouse to have. And then the ability of Thomas Hearn, his athletic ability around the field. So um, you're pretty well stocked there. Just We won't keep you long more, Andy, but this block of matches coming up, it's been really positive uh, tough start, posit- really positive for the last number of months. Psychologically, now you're physically and psychologically you're into a tough period. This is the business end of the season. Um, how are you as a coach feeling about that? And and how do your players? How are you going to address the next couple of weeks? Because you know it's 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 the, it's the real business end of the season. And what's what's a positive outcome for you if you were to go right to the end of the season? The obvious is a trophy, but for this group of players and coaches, what's a positive kind of return for you guys?
2: Um, look, very excited, first of all, to be, you know, to have, to have got ourselves into this position. Um, you know, still a bit to do with the three games left in the league. Um, and obviously it's it's shootout stage uh, in Europe. Um but again, we've not we've not really quantified what success is this year. Uh, we've, to the players or to ourselves as a coaching group, it was always about getting the game plan up and running, getting lads better as much as we possibly can, develop them and, and push them uh, to play the, the brand of rugby we want we want out there. Um, so, again, like I said, I, I, there's, no, there's no real kind of marker down for us. We, we're just going to keep doing what we've been doing the whole season in terms of it's, it's the next game. And we haven't even looked at the Sharks. You know, it's, it's all about Glasgow this week.
0: Yeah, because if you beat Glasgow, you go ahead of them. It's in your own control then about getting not just in the top eight, but possibly a top four, which, again, a little while back looked to be a tough proposition.
2: Yeah, for sure, and 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 that's like I said, that's all we've done is we've just narrowed the focus. We've never got ahead of ourselves, even by a week. We've not, we've never done that. It's just been, who's next? and um, How are we going to prepare ourselves the best for for, for winning that game? Um, and like uh, you
0: know, having your internationals back this week, I saw an article you did um, that gives a bounce. Some of these guys. Um, Gavin Coombs, people are saying he's pretty unlucky and he was pretty unlucky to be involved, but they come back in better spirits and, and you'll be looking, I'm sure, for them to give a bit of energy and a bounce into the squad as well. And, and I'm sure they'll be hungry for minutes as well. Killer is back playing. It's brilliant to see him back, um, doing his, his stuff as well.
2: Yeah, it's you know, and they're coming from a, a, a fantastic environment, aren't they? Working with um, some some savage coaches up there, um, you know what Faz and and his team have done um, in terms of the environment they've created uh, has been has been fantastic, and obviously well documented by by the likes of yourselves. Um, so yeah, they we've had that constant connection with them throughout the the Six Nations period. Um, we are incredibly fortunate here, and again. I'd I can't speak for what it's like in in other places, but the lads who who weren't necessarily within that starting group, even if they weren't released back to us, they'd still come in on the day off and sit in meetings, and and have the crack with the lads, you know. So there's there's a real connection between the group, um, and and it's and they come in and they add value, um, which is just it's fantastic. We're, we're incredibly lucky to have that. Um, so yeah, they've 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 handled that I wouldn't say it's disappointment I wouldn't say it's that but certainly the kind of the going in and the coming out process that they found themselves in um, through the Six Nations period they've handled that with real maturity uh, incredible prof- uh, professionalism and as you've seen from the likes of Gav you know he's come back and had some fantastic performances he's been course. brilliant yeah, he's yeah been brilliant. the Six Nations period so Look, you know, we're, we're excited to have them back um, and uh, yeah, they'll they'll slot in, they've been working hard, they've uh, they've getting themselves back up to speed, obviously changing the language of, of what they've had up the road into what we've got here again, but we're, again, I've said we're lucky a lot, we're, we're lucky that a lot of the stuff we're doing is aligned with the national squad, so it's just a case of... of reintegrating themselves into the players that they're playing with, but also the language that they're working with. Um, but a lot of the things are, are aligned. So there's not too much of a transition period for them, which is, which okay. is amazing.
0: brilliant Andy. We've got to leave it there. Um, first of all, well done on what's happening. I think it is, it is very pleasing to see the way you're playing. We didn't mention the dog Lee me either. Uh, he's done a good job and uh, it's brilliant. nice to hear. And look, I am, you your dynamic of the coaching staff looks really, really cohesive. You look happy and uh um and the results have have shown that. So the team are playing well. So well done. I'm sure you don't want any pats in the back. You want to try and challenge and try and win trophies and uh, be in the mix in the next couple of weeks. It is a busy period. So good luck. Thanks for thanks for coming on. And uh we'll keep an eye on um Saturday's a big game, obviously. It's it's a massive game against Glasgow. So good luck with that. Thanks.
2: No, my pleasure and cheers for the support, lads. Really appreciate it.
0: That was brilliant to have Andy on there. Um, Very insightful, excited uh, and he's done a good job as have the rest of the coaches. Um, Obviously, Neve, if they lose a few matches, we'll... uh, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll uh, (laughs) You will. No, we'll have to review it. We'll Uh, have to review it, honestly. I'll tell you what,
1: right? Uh, I met Kerry a couple of years ago when he came over to the academy and he's won the first coachman at men's system that was just couldn't do enough to help me in terms of my own coach development I came down to my club session a couple of, night, a couple of times uh, do a bit of contact stuff with the girls his contact uh, stuff is really really good so um, yeah he's brilliant a huge addition to that group and quietly going about his business because uh, the other three names might be uh, more familiar to, to Munster fans Um. But he's done a really, really good job, and he's a, a an excellent coach. So yeah, uh, it
0: was, um, to get him on. That doesn't surprise me because when he came into Monster in two thousand six seven season, um, he's very popular amongst the group. Good, really good player, and um, everyone liked him. And he's a really good personality about him, and uh, so that comes across in 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 his dealings with people. Um, obviously Prendy and Dennis Leamy, George Murray's involved there as well. And, and the head coach, um, Graham Roundtree, they've done a really good job. I think it is going to be a difficult, challenging period. Uh, it's another test for them. Um, they have some players back. Ty Burn is, is not going to be there. Unfortunately, he may make some of the end of the season, but it is the busy p- part. And they're going to play a Glasgow team at the weekend who probably there, have their returning international. So it's a really, Really, really important game in Thurmond Park on Saturday evening. So um, fingers crossed. This was the block of games. Remember we said Ospreys, Scarlets, Glasgow mm-hmm. win the three of them, and then you're giving yourself a real shot at as you know maybe being in the quarter in 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 the top four. Who knows? South Africa is going to be difficult. Um, the week after they go away to Sharks in the round sixteen of the Champions Cup. Possibly, if they were to win that, their reward would be got to Toulouse, which is uh, another daunting task. And then they've got back, uh, two more games back to South Africa for Stormers Sharks. So, uh, four or five weeks of incredibly important games. But they look like they're they're ready for it, and uh, hopefully they are, and they hit the ground running and get a result on Saturday. We'll move on quickly. Just a quick chat about the weekend. Um, Ireland Grand Slam champions, twenty nine sixteen against England. Uh, We won't go too in-depth in it. I think it probably wasn't their best performance by their own admission, um, but it was a special day.
1: Yeah, and I know you were there as well, but it was was just, I felt the tension within the, it was palpable within the crowd and everybody around me were starting to get angsty and I was like, kind of just like telling beside me, my my family and friends, I was like, just, they're not going to lose this. I never felt like they were going to lose it, but I was like, Chill, because you can, I have no doubt at the period you can feed off that um that kind of nervous energy. But it's really good, kind of an unbelievable weekend for Irish rugby. Obviously, Sunday for me was unbelievably brilliant down in Musgrave Park. Richie Murphy and um, the twenties in, incredible back backs, and like, this not stay away from the senior job because the senior stuff is un, really really difficult, and I un, understand that. But being a twenties coach is notoriously difficult because it's different players every year. You're doing, you're, you're trying to, you know, create environments and cultures and game plans and everything. Every single year, brand new, brand new players, bar maybe two or three from the group before. So uh, I have to say brilliant to Ruan and um, to um, Brian Gleeson and obviously Evan O'Connell was injured and Jacob Sheehan, Danny Sheehan, I just thought it was, uh, really, really good.
0: Tell, um, going back to, they, they were outstanding, and it was Sorry. brilliant. Yeah, them. that was my so, rant. Just, no, no, that's good. It's uh, we. And um, you've mentioned them, and what the under twenties did was phenomenal as well, and it is brilliant. There's five five uh, monster guys who were involved heavily there throughout the, the the championship, which was great to see. Going back to the senior squad, just do you think they've? Uh, do you think the pressure got them a little bit, or were England just? Like, I put a tweet on Saturday because I woke up Saturday and I was thinking, party atmosphere. Everybody's thinking Ireland just need to turn up today and it's just going to go according to plan. I just think, from my own experience as a player, I think it's it's on those days it can come, go a bit awry. And it, it did a little bit. Ireland were sloppy a little I, bit at times. I time. think we have
1: to give kudos to England too, though. I think they, have, they needed a reaction after the previous weekend. Look, from an attack point of view, they don't really offer a huge amount in terms of fire, long, a good kick game, and and big one out carries. But I think from an intensity point of view, from a defensive point of view, they wanted to mess this up. They wanted to make life very difficult for Ireland, and they, and they did that. Uh, to to um, uh, to be fair to them, I think you look at the you know the flash like runners, the the, the shooters within in the defensive line. The the breakdown wasn't the same. Um, as fluid as probably the, the Irish management would have liked. That was was a lot to do with the fact that um, that England played well. I, I do think, though, for a couple of things, we kind of saw a couple of things in the first half that we probably wouldn't have seen um, in other games. So that just kind of goes to show the pressure can do funny things. Obviously, the quick tap by Johnny, like, I don't know. Like we hadn't seen that before. And then uh, a line-out where they went over the top knocked on I've, you know Peter Mann it was, was an overthrow those kind of things you're like if we haven't tried them before well, why would you try them now but I, I do think to be fair it's a lot to do with England and the pressure
0: well we did we did try one a few years ago with Jack Conan over the back and he flew in for a try I think yeah I agree with you entirely the accuracy was off a little bit and maybe that pressure and expectation the thing is and this is uh, for you as a coach probably you can look at that two ways, that it's vulnerability or else it's something to that you can fix and learn from. And if Ireland, which the evidence we've seen the last 12 months, they've been able to fix um, those kind of periods uh, or in their performances and get them better. So I think it was, um, if Ireland won by 20, 30 points and strolled home, I don't think, I think this is a better situation. The sending off as well, um, I think it galvanized England, um, it gave them a surge Can of Can I ask you a question
1: without just not being very long-winded? I know it got rescinded this morning, but what was your initial thoughts on that in relation to so what uh, I try and at do, the
0: time? Yeah, What I try and do, Neve, as a commentator, and um, I don't know how, how you approach it if you're doing commentating on matches, is I try and go up my gut feeling first, what I'm feeling, mm-hmm. what the natural feeling that comes in. Sometimes you're wrong, and I, yeah. I, I, I acknowledge that. Um, because you see replays and you see um oh well, there was a dip in height or there wasn't a dip in height or it was a reckless swing in arm or um like the Atonio one, maybe the arm was tucked a little bit. You know, you can see certain things in replays. My initial reaction from Freddie Stewart's contact with Hugo Keenan was yellow. I just thought yeah. it'd be a harsh red. Um I thought um Jakob Piper who had a tough job throughout the day. Um, I think he's 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 a good very good referee. He had a bit of controversy at the 2019 World Cup when he sent off the French player and he was pitched with Welsh fans with the elbow up, if you remember that, and it cost him cost him some time at the international level. But I think he's a good referee. Um he had both captains at his ear for the whole 80 minutes on Saturday. Um and it's a big test match. I thought that he missed the mitigation and the mitigation that might for me was Hugo Keenan was bent forward a little bit. he wasn't in an upright position um There is a duty of care of a tackling player for sure, but I just don't know if there's a lot Freddie Stewart can do there, and I think it's it was a yellow for me if a yellow was given, I don't think there would have been a massive debate. There's a big debate because it was a red um. For the English people, I don't think. I think Ireland were still winning that game, but who knows? You never know. It was a tough one for them to take. It has been rescinded just for clarity this morning, so it's been brought back to a yellow card, and I think that was the right call.
1: We, we don't agree. We don't agree very often, but I was sitting in the stand, and uh, lots of people were sh- shouting, and I was like, "Lads, it can't, can't can't be more than the yellow." That was my, and I was yeah. watching it live. And oh my gut instinct was it was yellow too. It's a really, to It's one of
0: those really difficult it ones because yeah, I don't think it it's difficult. there's any malice intended. I just don't know where Freddie Stewart can go, and it's a collision. I also
1: think it was just a very bizarre body position, but like that's neither here nor there. He's to trying, trying to turn I out like, of
0: it. He's trying to turn out of it a bit. But look, it is what it is. Um, brilliant tournament for for Ireland. Um, it all started in Cardiff. That French game was just amazing. The win in Scotland with all the injuries, I think they deserve so much credit. Johnny Sexton mm-hmm. as the captain, um, still going strong. It's phenomenal. Um yeah. we would love to see more monster players in the squad. We would have had Ty Burn playing if he was fit, obviously, but um Andy said it, I think the Irish players will learn a lot from that. I would have loved to see more of Gavin Coombs and Jack Crowley. We didn't see that.
1: I would have too, but to be real, fair. Really yeah.
0: important Brian Gleason, phenomenal in the twenties, and Ruan Quinn. Um, I think we'll see we'll see a lot of them pretty soon. Danny Sheehan, Jacob Sheehan, and Evan O'Connell as well. So, um, well done to all involved. Just quickly before we go, um, your your prep, how has this gone? You're heading to Wales today. Um, big game on Saturday. Really important start. To stating the obvious, isn't it?
1: Yeah, huge. Um, it's it's been mad how it's flown in so quickly. I, you know what I mean. You saw us a lot more time uh, with players and and on the pitch but um, you know I, I really feel like over the last two weeks we've put a huge amount of work in and I think to be to be fair to the lads the coaching group and also to the girls it's I, this year we've gone up a notch in terms of our ability to prep off the pitch um, which probably wouldn't have been something we would have been very strong with beforehand so um, that's been great and yeah look the thing is is that you know it's kind of hard to are you nervous kind of, yeah, I am. I am nervous. I get, I get very nervous match week. Uh, I did when I was playing, just because I want them to do so well because I know how they're working. But I'm a bit like we're, we're a bit like um, the Munster coaching group in relation to we we haven't spoken about end results and what's good for a tournament and whatever. We just spoken about this game and um, and how important it is for us to get ourselves up and running. Wales are further down the road in terms of their developments. They were got to a quarter final in the World Cup last last September October. So. Um, but we've got to go with with an ambition and be brave to play and I think that that if we can do that as opposed to I don't want us to shell up and go back to what we're kind of what we've been used to previously I want us to go and express ourselves if we do that um, you know I'd be really proud come the end of this Saturday evening um, and I really just hope that they get the reward for their hard work they're a very young group one of them is doing our science homework this morning because they're leaving a certain June side. and uh, incredible like 18 years of age and uh So yeah, uh, it's very exciting, Uh, very nervous, but very excited. I'm so proud of of, being involved with this group. I think
0: they've so much to offer. Okay, well, we'll chat next week, obviously, um, about the performance and and how you feel about that. Um, Good luck. You're entitled to be a little bit nervous, and uh, we wish you well. And I'm sure all the the listeners wish you well as well. Everyone will everyone's focus will switch to. Your performance, your results on Saturday and your game. Uh, it's a big start. So we wish you well. And obviously Munster are playing at um, quarter past five on Saturday evening, isn't yeah. it? So yeah. uh, hopefully we have two positive results yeah, to talk well. about. Okay, that's Great. it for episode 63. Thanks, Neve. Good luck um, and safe travels.
1: Thanks, Greg.